0: Drinking dads all night. Now let's talk of diapers and pacifies and are pets have been in time. Photo service with BKP. Photo service with BKP. Hi, everyone. Welcome to week 40 and beyond of pregnancy. Guys, we made it to the freaking finish line. That baby is cooked. You've made it to your due date, and now it's just a waiting game, baby. Oh, man. Okay, first things first. Hi, I'm your host, Sarah Merrill-Hall. I'm the comedy writer and personality behind the Instagram blog and podcast called Big Kid Problems. And I'm also currently, and this is weird to say, a new mom. <laughs> I mean, I'm having trouble wrapping my brain around that one. But if you're listening to this, so I actually pre-recorded this episode. I was scheduled to go into labor last week. So let's all just assume that everything went really well. Um, But for real, I didn't want to leave you guys hanging. So when I do recover, I'll come back and share like my whole birth experience and all of that. But for now, let's focus on you. I know how insanely uncomfortable I was at week 39. So if you've made it to week 40, or if you're pushing like week 41, week 42, I am cheering you the fuck on because you are a goddamn saint and a hero. And if you are just so over it by now, I mean, hopefully take a little bit of comfort and knowing that your baby is just so happy to have that extra time in there. Like they are in the perfect environment. They have all their needs met instantly in your body and they are just developing very nicely in there. So even if you're ready to reach in and pull them out yourself, like, <laughs> look, I get it. But there are perks. There are perks to going to term and past term. And if you're curious, I have a couple more perks. Just, just. Some things that's going to help you get through this process. These are actually from healthline.com, but they say babies who make it to 40 weeks and beyond have more time to build muscle and strength. They have reduced risk of low blood sugar, infection, and jaundice. They have improved breathing as infants born, even as little as two weeks early, can experience twice the number of complications they have better feeding once born, they even have increased brain development with the brain growing a third of its size between weeks 35 and 40. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of comfort, a little bit of something to keep you going and just know that baby's going to come anytime now. So take, take some comfort in that. So if you've hit your due date or if you've gone past I know it can be frustrating, but it is perfectly normal. They say, especially the first time births. Um, if you're a first time mom, that first uh, baby like is more than likely to go past week forty. So you might be hitting week forty one. It's totally normal. My girls who go to week forty two, it's <laughs> it happens, it happens. But there actually um, is a couple of things. I mean, I don't know how how like scientifically proven these are, but there's a couple of things they say that you can do to help kind of like jumpstart that labor. So I figured this would be a great time to share, right? Okay. So the first one, and this is the biggest one that everyone recommends is exercise. So anything that gets your heart rate up at this stage is going to kind of help potentially induce labor So at this point, I mean, that can be like for me that I was walking up the stairs at week 39, like that was a workout and a half. Um, But taking walks around the block, my doula told us something called curb walking, where you want to walk on a curb with one foot on the curb and one on the street. So you're kind of at like a weird level, but you walk up the block that way on the curb on one foot and then you turn around and do it on the other foot. I don't know exactly what this does. I guess it's like apparently helps open up the hips for birth. I don't really know. I'm not an expert, but I'm just regurgitating info from my doula to you. And apparently that's been that's been a, a thing that people do and it can sometimes help. But exercise in general is great and it's also a good way to combat stress because this can be a freaking stressful time. I mean, at this stage, you're like fully in the waiting game. I feel like... Anything that you feel in your body, you're probably like, wait, is this labor? (laughs) So that can also help maybe uh, combat some stress you may be feeling. Okay. Another natural way to help induce labor is sex. So I don't know about you guys. I wasn't getting much, wasn't getting much in the third trimester, but they say sexual activity, and especially if you're able to achieve an orgasm, can release oxytocin, which may help jumpstart uterine contractions. And also for for pregnant people who have sex with men, there are prostaglandin hormones in semen that might help ripen the cervix. So, I've heard that from a lot of people, hey, if you're if sex isn't doing it for you, maybe even just try to achieve orgasm through your masturbation. I mean, that could that could probably help too. Number three is nipple stimulation. So nipple stimulation stimulates again that oxytocin production and oxytocin is the hormone that causes the uterus to contract and it can also help your breast to eject milk. So again, they say that that is a way to help induce or help get you um, closer to labor is rubbing up on them nips. Hey, I mean, if you're desperate, try it. Number four is eating dates. So research shows that eating dates in the final weeks of pregnancy can increase cervical ripening and cervical dilation at the start of labor, and it can also decrease the need for Pitocin during labor, which is great. I had a girlfriend tell me that, you know, like a month before she's like, just start eating like four dates a day. So I think I've given that tip before on the podcast, but if you're new here Get on those dates ASAP. Number five is acupuncture. This is something they say can help. I tried acupuncture to help flip my baby. That shit didn't work, but hey, maybe it'll, maybe it'll work for you. Number six is castor oil. So they say drinking a little bit, like literally just one to two ounces of castor oil can stimulate prostaglandin release, which can help ripen the cervix and get labor started. It's recommended, though, that you talk to your doctor about this before you do it and that you're careful not to drink too much because it can cause some GI upset and diarrhea, which doesn't sound fun on top of everything else. Um, With castor oil, though, so they do say they do say if you've ever heard anyone, it's like an old wives tale to eat. Eggplant parmesan, um, eggplant parmesan is sometimes cooked with castor oil, so that might go back to the castor oil thing. And then I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but there's actually this famous salad in LA that's supposed to help jumpstart labor. And I actually had a friend who went and got it, and she did go into labor like 24 hours later. It's you can Google it, like just like type the infamous like salad that will make you go into labor. But it's at, and I'm probably saying this name wrong, Chiotti Pizza Cafe. It's in Studio City. If you live anywhere near LA, it might be worth it to make a trip. But again, when it comes to the castor oil, they say that that's probably one of the secret ingredients in their dressing, which is why that salad works. So if you want to save yourself a trip to LA, maybe try that castor oil tip. I don't know. Okay, number seven, there's some herbs that they say can help jumpstart labor, like raspberry leaf tea and evening primrose oil. So those have been touted to kind of help prepare your uterus for birth. I drank a lot of raspberry leaf tea my last month or so. I don't know if it helped. I mean, again, getting ready for a C-section over here, so I don't know if it matters, but it tastes pretty good, so... Could be worth it. It's like five bucks at your local grocery store. And then number eight. So, this is one that actually does have a little bit of science behind it, but membrane stripping or membrane sweeping. So your OB may do this membrane stripping about a week or so before your due date or around your due date. And this is a process where they insert their fingers through the cervical opening and literally sweep it from left to right in a clockwise motion to separate the lower part of the membranes from the uterine wall. So that is supposed to help jumpstart labor. It can be uncomfortable. So my sister-in-law, who gave birth a couple weeks before me, she actually did the membrane sweep. And she said it wasn't terrible. She said it wasn't like that painful. She said it was just like a lot of pressure and it ha- it was pretty quick. She's also like, she also has such a high tolerance for pain that I just don't. So <laughs> I mean, that's her assessment. My assessment would probably be like, Oh my God, it was terrible. But uh, I I don't know. I didn't do it, but she said it wasn't that bad. And she did. It did help her jumpstart into labor. She went into labor like less than 24 hours later. So, hey, that's an option you can talk to your doctor about too if you want to get this show on the freaking road. This podcast is brought to you by Parallel, the first and only OBGYN-founded women's vitamin. Parallel bundles together all the daily vitamins a woman needs into one simple packet based on where she is in her pregnancy. Parallel is the only brand that offers targeted prenatals for each individual trimester, which is key because mom and baby require different nutrients during each stage. Parallel has the cleanest formulation on the market and only uses high-quality ingredients, plus their formulation and dosing is meticulously informed by the latest research as well as their founding doctor's clinical insights. Parallel is on a mission to create a world with more healthy babies and supported moms. It has a one-by-one model where they donate a supply of their prenatal vitamins to underserved women across the United States. And in just under a year, they've helped over 5,000 moms. So wherever you are in your pregnancy journey, check out parallelhealth.com and use code bigkid20 for 20% off your first month. That's parallelhealth.com and use code bigkid20 for 20% off. All right. Let's talk about symptoms at week 40 and beyond. So, I mean, it's going to be a lot of the same ones we've been talking about, guys. That pelvic pressure, trouble sleeping, extreme fatigue, frequent urination. You've probably got a cute little waddle going on at this point. It's just it's just all around uncomfortable and unpleasant I'm sure you're very very ready to evict your little one but something I've heard in the last few weeks from from friends and even from my sister-in-law who just gave birth like she she's told me this and it's given me so much hope and I hope it gives you hope and she's like literally as soon as that baby's out like you feel so much relief on your body it's almost like instant like you you I've been waiting. I mean, I'm recording this. I haven't given birth yet. I have been waiting for that feeling of like my organs to go back to their normal place this whole freaking time. Like, I love knowing that as soon as they're out, you're gonna feel that instant relief. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of hope and can and it can help you keep on keep on trucking over there. And then the other big symptom, I mean, we've talked about a lot of these, but the one I wanted to mention this week is anxiety. That is going to be one of the main things that's affecting you at this point. I mean, birth anxiety is real. It just, you know, the not knowing of when they're coming, not knowing of how it's going to go down. Trust me, as I'm recording this, I'm right there with you. And I do know how it's going to go down. Like I have a scheduled C-section and I'm still anxious as buck. So it's really hard. I feel like when you don't know the date and time that you're going to be giving birth and you're just kind of in this waiting game, I'm sure, you know, it could probably keep you up at night. Like anytime you feel a little something, something going on in your body, you're probably like, wait, am I in labor? So anxiety is very, very normal at this point. You just got to give yourself lots of TLC, make sure your partner is on board, freaking giving you all the things you deserve it. You know, I think distracting yourself can really help. I mean, as I'm recording this, I'm like a week out from giving uh from giving birth and I'm like, let me do some pre-recorded podcasting. Like I'm really I'm right there with you. I'm like, let me distract, let me just take my mind off of all of this. You know, maybe watch some bad television if that's your thing. Go on some little mental health walks. Every day. That actually has, I feel like, really helped me leading up leading up to this is like I try and get out every day now. And now I'm doing it like earlier in the morning. Usually I was waiting till like later in the afternoon to go on a walk. Now I'm like, I need to do it first thing in the morning because I'm just kind of like a stress ball. So hopefully that helps. So let's also talk about what's going on with baby at this time. So This week, if you're at week 40, baby is as big as a watermelon. And that probably feels about right. It most likely looks like you're smuggling a watermelon. And that baby is about 20.2 inches long and weighing in at about 7.6 pounds. I mean, that's like a perfect little babe right there. They They are ready to go. And if you've actually passed week 40... So take a little bit of comfort in knowing that they aren't going to get that much bigger from here on out. I mean, at week 41, they grow about 0.2 inches in length and weigh about 7.9 pounds. And then by week 42, if they're still in there, they just put on a few more ounces to get to about 8.1 pounds. I mean, of course, these are all just averages, but hey, (laughs) they say actually like the bigger your baby at birth, like... The better babies that they are, the easier that they sleep. I don't know if there's any science behind that, but my mother in law tells me it all the time because she had very big babies, um, and I think my friends that have had big babies have all kind of said the same thing. Like they just sleep, they sleep a little bit better. So, I mean, that's that's good news, right? <laughs> For any of my girls at 42 weeks, are probably like fuck. I I can't even imagine, but I applaud you. I applaud you. I respect you. You guys are heroes. You guys are freaking warriors at this point. So real quick, let's do some tips and to-dos for the week. I'm sure, I mean, if you've made it this far, I feel like you're probably pretty ready to go. Like that nursery is ready. Your bags are packed. Your car is ready. Like really the best thing to do right now is just freaking relax. Enjoy the quiet time while you can, because it is not going to last. You know, do do whatever you got to do. Take some baths. Um, go easy on your body. I know, like, I know even taking a walk around the block for me now um, is a challenge. So don't push it too hard uh, and just take a little bit of comfort in knowing that, like, they're gonna, they're gonna come. They're gonna come soon. Another tip is to make sure that there's gas in your car, because yeah, like we said, that that baby could be coming at any time, and and that's really like a tip for me personally, because like I would be that person that like if I didn't have this scheduled, it would if it if I if it was like a random time, I would jump in my car and I would be like on E. So I thought that was a good tip actually. Just make sure your your car is gassed up ready to go. I also like got my car cleaned beforehand. So if you haven't done that yet, like just cleaning the shit out of your car, like I had like crumbs all over the back seat, like some random stuff in there. And I was like, I don't want to put my perfect little brand new baby in a dirty ass car. So if, if you haven't done that yet, maybe add that to your to-do list. Um, And then enjoy some last minute one-on-one time with your boo, you know, like, that baby's coming, and you guys are about to be a threesome. Oh, that sounds weird. That sounds really fucking weird. Okay, um, you guys are you guys are just gonna be a party of three from here on out. So enjoy the the last few moments of this time, just the two of you. You know, order in, maybe have them cook for you. Do do some like chill date nights at home, and and enjoy it because that time is time is coming to an end. And then I think one of the best things that you can do leading up to birth is doing, like, keep doing those visualization exercises. Like, keep visualizing your perfect birth, like, what it's like when you go into labor, how you get to the hospital, how you feel when you walk in you know the smells that are you're smelling you know how fast it goes but just keep visualizing how it all goes down how you would dream that it would go down and that everything's like safe and good and then uh, this is this is my part my favorite part of the visualization process is just visualizing holding your little babe and like what those first few moments feel like when you have them in your arms like whenever I would do these, I was doing these visualizations every single day leading up to birth. And I I do think it's so important and will help with all the anxiety and stuff that we've talked about. But that was always my key thing that I held on to is just visualizing, holding them. Like that's like your trophy at the end of what has been a pretty wild ride, right? Like, I cannot believe this is, this is the last episode of, you know, the week by week, play by play. It's kind of crazy to think about, but we're here. You're about to, you're about to finish this whole thing. And I am so proud of you. I hope that you're hanging in there and doing okay. You freaking got this and I will see you on the other side because, we're not done, you know. <laughs> we got through pregnancy. We definitely got through pregnancy, but I'm sure there's going to be a lot to talk about on the other side. We have recoveries ahead of us. We've got some things to look forward to. So that is my hope. I mean, this is a wrap, basically, on the bottle service pregnancy journey that we've been on together. My hope is once I get out of recovery that. I can continue this a little bit or I don't know what it's going to look like exactly, but I, I really, really loved, you know, doing this and connecting with so many of you. I mean, I remember when I started this podcast, like I literally started it the day that I got, I saw that positive pregnancy test, which is so weird to think about. And I've recorded this week by week ever since. Um, I remember after the first few weeks, I was like, I can't release this. (laughs) There's no way. There's no way I'm releasing this. This is so bad. I'm going to get canceled. People are definitely going to cancel me because I had some, you know, not so great thoughts about pregnancy, but this community has been incredible. So many of you reached out to me over the last few months, and I know that you, a lot of you have felt similar ways to me. Uh, I hope that I've been able to offer you some comfort in some dark times if you've had any of those in the last few weeks. And I know that you just know that you guys reaching out to me, like it's made me feel a lot better throughout this whole thing too. Trust me. I, there's been many times where I'm like, Oh my God, am I a horrible person for feeling this way? And talking to you guys and hearing how many of you can relate to this podcast has been so therapeutic and transformative and i'm i'm really happy that we did this together so i hope that you guys have enjoyed this show I hope that you guys can pass this on to any of your pregnant friends in the future. It's going to live on in you know in the stratosphere. It is online. Anybody can find it anywhere they get their podcasts by searching bottle service, but it will be here for anybody who gets newly pregnant. So for any of your friends who start to go down this journey, feel free to just pass it along. And if you've enjoyed this show, I'd really appreciate it if you could hit those five stars on iTunes and maybe leave a one to two sentence review it really helps um, i appreciate you so much for tuning in week after week and listening and yeah i can't believe we're here guys we're we've made it so this is a time to celebrate you want to keep it going you can follow me at sarah merrill hall that's my personal i'm sure i'll be posting lots of pictures and updates after giving birth and you can also follow me at big kid problems which is my comedy page and I'm sure I'll be joking about lots of motherhood stuff coming up because I'm sure it's going to be a wild ride. Anyway, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining me on this little journey and I'm wishing you all so much luck, so many healthy, happy birth stories and slide into my DMs. Let me know how it goes, guys. Good luck. And thank you for bumping along with me.